Welcome to Beyond Racing, an F1 Academy podcast. I'm Paige Price-Supa. And I'm Billy Barrett. Welcome to our post-Austin episode. Woo, post-Austin! Season complete. Wow, exciting. So much news. Lots has happened since the last time we recorded. What? <laughs> Sorry, I just went back to the document, but it was still the Adam Driver Wikipedia page. <laughs> Did you know, dear listeners, that Adam Driver's middle name is Douglas? (laughs) It is. Catch Adam Driver in the Ferrari movie opening Christmas Day in Canada. People who are paying us to promo them. (laughs) That's true, Ferrari movie. You can pay us. I won't talk about it until you pay us. There are two other good movies. Ferrari movie fully promoting themselves at an F1 race. Us. Do you want to promote through us? There are two other movies coming out on Christmas, so maybe you don't need to see that other movie. What other movies are coming out on Christmas? Um, Willy Wonka, I mean Wonka, with <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, and The Color Purple, which see, it is being marketed as a new interpretation of the musical The Color Purple. I don't oh, know what okay. that means, what the new interpretation is. So you have two good options and one that we don't talk about. So. <laughs> anyway, so some of the new news in Formula One Academy universe uh f1 academy and champions of the future are collabing to launch a new junior karting series um champions of the future academy uh, with select participants being supported by f1 academy discover your drive the goal is to increase female participation and inclusion in both the national and international karting competitions um the series will comprise of three mixed gender categories minis ages 8 to 11 juniors ages 11 to 14 and seniors ages 14 to 17 as part of the collaboration f1 academy will support three female drivers in each category um they will participate in the series in an f1 academy branded cart and race suit these participants will also receive financial support uh, from f1 academy the best three female drivers in each in each in the seniors category will also be invited to an official f1 academy test that's super great and hopefully will encourage some more um girls in karting i just turned seven so i'm a bit too young <laughs> to participate but next year i hope <laughs> i'm gonna be there yes uh it'll open some doors it'll just increase um accessibility i'm super excited for that i am also super excited to see the academy branded cart and race suit true the I colors hope- are nice it's yeah, gonna look great yeah. it's gonna look great for sure um in other more driver related news lola levenfoss um and chloe chong have both announced that they will be racing in the indian racing league over the winter um the indian racing league is a single seater series that races across india from what i can understand they'll be racing in formula three cars that are provided by wolf racing which is a italian racing car constructor but fun fact um they actually purchased the trademark for wolf racing um from a canadian f1 constructor a long time ago um there will be five race weekends with the season starting uh in early november um but i believe the full calendar has not officially been announced yet um lola also raced in this series last season and so did bianca Speaking of Bianca, she announced that she is joining the McLaren Driver Development Program. She's the first female driver in that program, so that's super exciting. And next season, she'll be driving for ART Grand Prix. The fact that she's jumping from Prema to ART went super under the radar when she announced uh, 
that she was joining the McLaren driver development program, um, which was kind of shocking because I remember I saw the McLaren announcement and I was like, oh my God, yay, so exciting. And then I was scrolling on Twitter and I was just like, oh, like jaw dropped because nobody was talking about it. But I think that's pretty big news. Um, and then it was kind of funny because later that day on Twitter, um, someone else was like, why is no one talking about this? And I was like, oh my God, same brain. Yeah, I don't think we know why specifically she's moving to a different... Um, I think it's just a, a move. My, my, I'm just wondering if maybe McLaren has more of a uh, relationship with ART, um, and then because she's joining McLaren, she'll move over there, or... Where's my notebook? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know where my notebook is. I had all my little... My team information. It doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> Additionally, in driver news, Megan Jilks has announced her retirement her retirement from professional racing. So her last official race was in Austin for F1 Academy. And then next season, after she finishes university, she'll be joining Aston Martin full-time, as we talked about last episode. Uh, So congratulations, Megan. New chapter. And we look forward to seeing her around still. It would be interesting if Megan had some sort of um, participation in F1 Academy next year through Aston Martin. Oh, yeah. Because the team, Like, support. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the sponsorship is minimal of just livery and Money. financial. But, you know, she's gone through it, so it's kind of interesting if she comes at it from I that direction. I don't know much about the different engineers in uh, racing. I don't know how many, like, or specifically what engineers go travel or stay back at the um, factory. Uh, but I'm intrigued to see if we'll see her still in the paddock traveling with the team or mm-hmm. if her role is still more of like a behind the scenes type of thing. Our final news update is F1 Academy has officially announced their 2024 schedule. Um, they'll be racing the entire season alongside Formula One. Uh, starting their season in Saudi Arabia, March 7th to 9th. And then they'll race in Miami, Spain, the Netherlands, Singapore, uh, Qatar and Abu Dhabi is their season finale. And all of these races will be broadcasted live, which I'm super excited about because I thoroughly enjoyed watching um, F1 Academy race this weekend. I feel like I learned a lot about the drivers and the series, um, and it was just really great to get them out there. We're going to do our race recap, but we learned some very important information right at the end of the season that we did not know before. We've learned that you can only race two seasons in F1 Academy. So the drivers that are in this season, next season will be their last and then they'll move on. And similar to F2, when you win the championship, you can no longer race in the series. So um, this was confirmed during the broadcast. So now that Marta has won um, our first championship, she will no longer be racing in F1 Academy. Hopefully she will be moving up into I think she will be another series because she did fairly well in the series as well so I think we'll definitely see her in either another Formula 4 or Formula 3 series which will be super exciting um so to dive in I guess the biggest news coming out of the race this weekend is Marta was officially crowned F1 Academy champion woo champion. um she secured this with her win in race one and then um over the course of the weekend uh prema also secured the team championship so for them as well so this weekend they gained enough points to overtake mp motorsport uh which is 
always fun to have a switch up right at the end. Yeah, it was by like eight points. Wow. Um, so every single point from every single perma driver really mattered. So if we had to break down each race... Um, and I guess the race weekend, we started with the two free practice sessions and then we moved right into the two qualifying sessions. Um, so our pole position sitters for race one was Marta, um, which we both predicted correctly. Good on us. Woo, go us. Um, for race two, it was Humda, which we didn't guess, but I'm very excited for her to get the start there. And then race three, it was Jess Edgar, um, which is super exciting for her. It was her first pole of the season. Um, fun fact about Jess is that she is the only driver this season who started the race outside of the top 10, but managed to finish on the podium. And she did that twice. Um, so congrats to Jess for her pole position. That's really exciting. And then let's move into our podiums and we'll break down some of the events of each race. So for race one, um, the entire podium was Marta P1, Abby Pulling P2, and Alina Buhler P3, and Marta secured the fastest lap. I love that we don't even say Marta Garcia, we just say Marta. Well, I feel she's like, like said Marta Garcia she's so like many times. She's like Madonna now. <laughs> just, Marta. just Marta. Marta Garcia. Um, so some, some things I noticed during the race, um, Marta had some really great defending against Abby, especially towards the end. Um, so Abby also had a really great race. It was really fun to watch. Um, Bianca, queen of overtakes, uh, she fell back from P3 to P14 um, initially at the start, but fought her way back to seventh. And then due to penalties, she actually ended up finishing fourth. So congrats to Bianca. And then the final bit of race highlights, um, Emily Hughes, Chloe Grant, and Maita Caceres, um collided as they looked to get into the first turn. Um, they got all tangled up and they ended up, all three of them, a DNFing. Um, which kind of sucks, but such is racing. On to race two. Race two. Race two. So race two, as we mentioned, Hamda got pole and she managed to convert her pole position into a P1 finish, um, followed by uh, Lena in P2 and then Jess Edgar in P3. And then my girl, Abby, pulling, uh, got the fastest lap. Some things to note... Uh, Marta ended up DNFing due to front wing damage. Interesting enough, in my predictions, I had her DNFing in the third race, which I am so glad didn't happen because I would have felt so bad. Um, but it is kind of interesting that she ended up DNFing at all. Uh, and then Abby was the queen of overtakes in this race. Uh, she started in seventh uh, and ended up finishing fourth. And then I just wanted to note a amazing race um, by Chloe Chong, who started uh, P2, but was racing against some far more experienced drivers, and she still had a really strong race and some good defending. Um, so we're really proud of her for that. And even starting P2 is impressive. Well, that's like, the reverse grid. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but she still, I mean, she, she uh, qualified top eight. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really proud good of her. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> I personally, I love Chloe. I'm so proud of her. I'm excited to watch her create her racing career grow. Mm-hmm. And apparently, she has exciting news coming. That we don't we, know what oh, the she, news. No, no, is. we do. We, we do. know what the news we, is. She's the announced it. Yeah. News, the exciting news, news that I was talking oh, that about. She announced. To... No, actually, it was that she. <laughs> What's the news, Shelly? She, she had a special sponsor for the. That that's the Austin. That's it. Oh, good for her. Yeah, it was very great. And then, and then she announced that she was going to be racing in the Indian Racing Series. So. Race three. <laughs> Race three. 
Um, so, surprise poll, Jess Edgar, um, she had that fastest lap, and she, she, uh, she secured pole, and then she also converted on her pole position and finished uh, P1, and that was her first race win of the year, which is so exciting, um, followed by Nerea Marti and Marta finishing third, and then Jess also secured the fastest lap in the race. Super exciting. Um, some things to note from this race, there was a collision between um, Bianca and Lola, um, but I believe they both managed to get their cars back on the road. It just kind of hurt their racing quite a bit. Um, there was great battling between Megan Jilks and Maita Caceres. Um, Megan ended up pulling out and eventually passing her, um, but it was really great back and forth battling. Uh, very exciting. Yeah. Race three was the Jess Edgar race, it seems. Yeah. yeah she had a really she strong weekend overall. I'm, yeah, it's very impressive. She's 18. Um, so she has a, it looks like she has a pretty strong career in front of her as well. Um, some fun fact that I tried to do the math on earlier today. Uh, I believe out of the 21 races, we've had nine different race winners this season, which is awesome. So now that this season is over, we're just going to go through the final standings. In first, we have Marta Garcia with 278 points. Next, Lena Buhler with 222 points. In third, we have Hamda Alkabasi with 207 points. Nerea Marti with 181 points. In fifth, we have Abby Poling with 177 points. Amna Alkabasi with 117 points. Bianca Bustamante with 116 points. Jessica Edgar with 112 points. Emily Dehus with 87 points. In tenth, we have Lola Lavenfoss with 65 points. Carrie Schreiner with 56 points, Chloe Grant with 34 points, Megan Jilks with 31 points, Chloe Chong with 25 points, and in 15th, we have Mate Caceres with 6 points. The team standings, uh, Promo Racing, like we mentioned, clinched that champion win uh, with 419 points, followed by MP Motorsport with 411, so just an 8 point difference. And then we had Roden Carlin in third with 320 points, ART Grand Prix in fourth with 312, and then Mercantile Camp Post Racing with 252 points. I am so glad that they have found so much success this season, and I'm really excited for what comes next. Um, you're probably wondering, what about you guys? You're three episodes in, and now the season's over. What are you going to do? Well, let me tell you. Um, we are going to do a season recap episode to kind of fill you in on what happened from start to finish in case you're just kind of learning about uh formula one academy right now um we'll be on f1 academy sponsor watch and driver lineup watch um so there's lots of news i'm sure coming throughout the next few weeks and we'll be around um we're also going to put that work in to get our social media stuff up and running that is a personal goal of mine um yeah how are you feeling great i'm excited to look back at the whole season Um, and kind of make a bit of a record for future people who are interested in F1 Academy that they can look back at what did we start with um, in one convenient package. Oh, speaking of um, what we started with, there was a really good interview with Susie Wolf at the end of the second free practice session, um, which will be up on YouTube and wherever you, you want to watch your Formula One Academy broadcasting. Um, and she did mention that some of the growth that we've seen over this past season, um, in the first qualifying 
um, of the season, the difference between like first and last was up to two seconds. Um, and now it's shrunk down to about two tenths of a second, um, which is a really big uh, growth, which is really exciting to see. So you can kind of see how Formula One Academy um, really is benefiting and helping these girls develop. Um, and she also had a lot more interesting things to say. So if you're interested and you want to learn more um, about the purpose of Formula One Academy, I really encourage everyone to kind of watch that interview, um, especially if you're sick of hearing people criticize Formula One Academy for misogynistic reasons. And if you're sick of misogyny, we got some good bonus facts for you right at the end. Yes! Our man, Sir Lewis Hamilton, and our other man, not Sir George <laughs> Russell, showed up to support the Academy drivers. Yes, during, uh, they were there for the first race, um, and Lewis was around prior to that um, all weekend, really. Um, so that was really exciting to see George actually... Um, handed the trophies to the winners of the first race um so that was fun and then as soon as the champagne came out that man ran um kind of funny but understandable because i guess before you're in the car you don't really want to be smelling like champagne (laughs) um and then we also saw an appearance from esteban akon who ended up handing the pole position um tire to marta um took a picture it was very exciting and then carlos was also seen celebrating marta's championship with her which was also pretty cool lots of photos um and it's really great to see the support from the f1 drivers i don't like that we need male allyship when it comes to women's sports i wish women were enough um, but it is really important to have that support from our male counterparts yeehaw yeehaw thanks men Sometimes, I guess. Thanks, men. You've hit the bar this time. (laughs) We do love. Um, So thank you for joining us for our Austin recap. Um, We look forward to the future of Formula One Academy Racing. Yep. Catch us back in a week-ish. Week, two weeks. Two weeks. Whenever 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 we get around to it. We're busy girls. Yeah, we got lots to do. And there might be lots of news, so... Yeah, we'll compile all that for you, and... Uh, Catch us back for our season recap. Thanks. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I forgot we said bye. (laughs) In other. (laughs) Let me have a tea break. Go ahead. Who's singing? Oh. Oh. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? That's all I know. (laughs) That's the only. Oh, there's Logan! (laughs) Wow, American King. USA! USA! He does know what a kilometer is. Oh, I don't. Who's singing it though? Oh, it's Max. (laughs) 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 Who is that? I thought it was gonna be some like cool country artist, right? (laughs) That was a jump scare. Who sang the national anthem? And why does Daniel Ricardo look like that? (laughs) He really leaned into the cowboy look. It's a bad look.